What's up, guys? Welcome back to 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. Look who's back. Call the cops. It's the one and only <laughs> Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Call the cops. No need to call the cops on me. <laughs> After last night's live, I'm kind of surprised nobody did call the cops. Well, A, I don't want to talk about it anymore. B, that's all on you. <laughs> that's all your fault. You talked about it enough last night, and I was expecting a knock at the door in the middle of the night and you to be escorted out in handcuffs. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. And if you guys are sitting there wondering what we're not talking about, well, that's on you for not joining the live. Exactly. It was good. But we have a lot. We had a lot of new friends yeah, joining I our live. I loved it, too. They're probably not going to join us next time because of what was <laughs> going on. It got a little rowdy. That's yeah. all we're going to say. It got a little rowdy. Yeah. Right. Uh, wh- whose fault was that? I was just informing our friends on your past. I'm your wife. Uh-huh. And I like that about you. I like that you're a little wild. Oh, okay. <laughs> let's move on. Cause I, well, yeah, let's move yeah, on. Let's move on. If you guys do want to tune into our lives, we... Hope you do, and we hope you will. And you can do that by following us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy and Love. It's where we go live every Sunday. It's where we post memes and Teresa with a fantastic meme. Today, the Tiger Tiger King meme. The Tiger King meme. If you haven't seen it yet, go over there to 90 Day Crazy and Love on Instagram. Check it out. Follow us. Like the memes. Tune into the Sunday Night Live. Share the memes if you Share like it. the memes. It's a good time all around. Also, make sure you're following the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Super easy to follow the podcast. All you have to do is look down at your phone and smash that follow button. Hey, guys, smash it like it's Arizona. There it is. That's a callback. Shout out to all our friends from Arizona from last night's live. Absolutely. Who actually, so, uh, one of them suggested it. I'm sorry for not yeah. remembering the name. I think it was... I was like... Johanna? I, think I it was, was like two glasses deep. <laughs> so I wish I remembered, but I remembered the Arizona hat. Yeah. So I thought that's, that's important. I didn't so think you were going to remember that, to be honest. Please. I'm glad you did. Yeah, Please. I think that was Johanna. Shout out to her. If it wasn't, well, you're getting credit for it anyways. Shout out to all the Arizonians. To everyone, really. Everyone. I think it's hot everywhere right now. It is. It sure is. But nothing as hot as that follow button. So make sure you smash it. <laughs> and last but not least, certainly not least, if you could take a few seconds and rate and review the podcast, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts, that it means the world to us and it helps the podcast. It helps us get noticed. It helps other people find out about it. It helps us feel better about what we're doing. And it always makes our day. Always That's makes our day. Important. Yeah, it makes it makes our day. And I do have a review to read. Today. Oh, you do? I do. It's a very nice one. This one comes from I'm gonna butcher this name, but I think it's M Duxic. M Duxic? M Duxic. Like I'm toxic, but not. Uh, sort of like in a weird way you're sick of ducks but you're not oh but it's oh. it's duck without a k i don't know i'm not gonna get into the name if you want to let us know where that name comes from we're all ears but this is the review from m duxic okay five stars oh would love to see a crossover okay they write great show it would be cool for either of you to be on or have one of the others 
like Kyle from Cray Cray or Matt from 90 Day Gaze on your show or you on theirs. Then they go on to say, not that you need to, to <laughs> do that. You guys are perfect together like peanut butter and jelly. Ooh, and then, okay, I like that combination. Okay, back to the wood for me. <laughs> so Interesting thought. Love it. Love yeah. It. Love the review. Love the idea. We do. We love all those guys. Shout mm -hmm. out to Kyle. Shout out to Matt. Shout out to Kim and, and to Poodle as well. We don't mm -hmm. just have to single those yeah, two Yeah, we listen to them ourselves. We were actually talking to Maddie recently, so not sure what's going to happen there. But we, yeah, we were talking to some of those guys, and so we'll see. But we'll see. definitely, if you're Stay tuned, but that's a great suggestion that we've been actually thinking about. And if you're into the collab, you know, definitely tell us, but tell the other podcasts too. Yeah. Let them know. Let them, Holler let at them, them know. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you for that, M. Duxic. That's an awesome review. Thank you. Five stars. Yeah. Thank we you love for it. the love. Okay. Now, before we get into this episode, this finale episode, got a couple by the ways. A couple Ooh. 90 day by the ways. Okay. Is it going to be as spicy as the episode? No. <laughs> Nothing can be. One might be. I'm going to save the spiciest okay. for last, but this first one. You know, I have to say one thing. Sure. Since you started doing these, by the ways, I don't dig for dirt necessarily. Mm. I'm always like trying to see what you're going to come up with. I do obviously follow social media and I see what's going on there. So when it's, if it's something new, I probably know. Okay. But if, if it's something you need to like dig for, that's why I love listening to your by the way. So guys, I'm like on the same <laughs> boat as you. Like I have no idea what he's going to say. Well, it'd be nice if you did do a little digging and maybe brought a by the way to the table once in a while. Really? It's a lot of work. It is a lot Wait of work. Wait a minute. I thought that this is your segment. It is, but I'm saying behind the scenes, you could One come time, at me with a story. I tried to loop a by the way and you were like, are you trying to interrupt my no, I'm segment? Saying, I'm saying off the podcast, you tell me about something you've oh. learned and then I bring it to the table. Oh, oh so, so you're going to get a credit <laughs> for it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. No, I would say that you brought it to me, but I would. Okay. Okay. I would like I can to do help that. sometimes. Okay. I can do that. Listen. I have my hands are full yes. with Alpha segments memes. <laughs> and yeah. killer memes. Other things. segments. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. So you're, but, you're doing it now. But I can do it. Thank I, when you. I see something interesting and cool, yeah. I'll share it with you. But that is why I do the by the way, is I wanna let people know about these stories because I feel like a lot of people don't wanna dig around. They don't want spoilers. So I feel like I'm doing the digging for everyone. I'm bringing Minus the, the spoilers. Right. Well, I'm saying people might be nervous that if they start digging, going on social media, following the cast, they're going to get spoilers. Mm -hmm. So I, I take that out of their hands, off their plate, and I just I bring them one or two great stories a week and something that hopefully they didn't know and hopefully they enjoy learning. And we all appreciate it. So thank you. <laughs> Here's, by the way, number one. Okay. couple, by the ways ago, I mentioned Binium mm -hmm. and Ari. They were filming in New York. Mm -hmm. Well, now... Still in New York, he's doing something else. What is he doing? On August 13th, in Westbury, New York, Binium is going to fight MMA against Miguel the Wolf Bernasset. Wait, wait, wait. He's an MMA fighter. He is? He is now. He is now. Isn't like MMA, like... Mixed martial arts, like UFC. Yeah. yeah full body. How... Yeah. Didn't you have to like qualify to get this into is, that? So this is... Uh, what is it? Through... It is, where am I looking at my notes? Oh, Flex Fight Series. Okay. So Flex Fight Series is who's putting mm -hmm. the fight on. UFC is obviously 
one of the biggest, Bellator, mm-hmm. there's others. And this is a New York organization okay. that's putting it on. So he's fighting in it against the wolf, Miguel the wolf. Mm-hmm. I've got my money on baby because the wolf is zero and eight. He's fought eight times. He's lost all eight times. Okay. He's ranked 78th out of 78th in New York. So okay. I think baby has a chance. But my favorite part of this whole thing is the promotions. Because as I said, it's Flex Fight Series. They're promoting it. They're putting out these promos online. And there's this post with Baby. And it's his photo. It's his name. And it says TV personality. Okay. Interesting. Martial artist. Okay. Well, maybe he can Mm -hmm. fight. Dancer. Well, maybe, I guess. Dad. (laughs) It's like dad (laughs) is so intimidating. The wolf does not want to go against dad. Well, he's so proud of it. It's great. I don't know if he chose to put it on there. I think this flex fight, but it's like martial artist, dancer, dad. (laughs) I feel bad beating up this dad. I don't think the wolf's going to beat him up, but he's going to try. Interesting. So it means he got his visa most likely or. Yeah. Yeah. There's because they got married in Ethiopia. Correct. Yes. Did they? Yes, they did. Um, Did they? We saw the proposal. Yeah. It was in the lemon. Remember? Yeah. Wait, now they're going to be on the season oh, again. So who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I don't think we've seen the wedding, but we've seen the proposal. There's talk that he might be here on a talent visa. Talent visa. So that could be the ar- artist here. visa. Yeah, artist visa. Talent it's hard visa. to get. Interesting. Either way, New York, August 13th. Check out the fight if you're in the area. I think Andrew is going to the fight. Andrew. From Andrew and Amira. Oh, oh, is he, he out posted, of like friends? He posted on Instagram. He's like, I got my tickets to baby's fight. Do you? Ooh, flying all the way from California to NYC. <laughs> For someone who claims to hate 90 Day Fiance, he's seemingly trying I to stay in the circle. I don't think he hates it. I mean, I don't mind, Andrew. We had him on the podcast. It was f- so much fun. I just feel like maybe he overestimated this whole 90 Day universe. Maybe now he wants to be in it. But it went think, down with Amira. I don't, I don't think even he know what was happened. ready to play. He wasn't ready to just to use a fighting term, go with the punches. And you're going to go on television. You're going to go on 90 Day. You're going to get vilified, attacked. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just have to go with it. Like, like Colty went I with was it. Just Other people, say, Big Ed even, will mm-hmm. go with it. He needed to start putting out videos about how it's all fake and how they're misconstruing what he's saying. You got to take the heat and play the game at the beginning. And then look at Cole. He turned it around several times. It's a career for him now. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I don't think Andrew was ready to play. But that's, by the way, number one. Interesting. Okay, by the way, number two, let's turn the heat up a little bit. Let's turn the heat up a little Mm -hmm. bit. We're going to warm you guys up to bring you to this finale. So, by the way, number two, is Sinjin searching for his soulmate? What? People have recently spotted Sinjin of Tanya and Sinjin. Yeah. On Bumble. Wait, Bumble. It's like Tinder, right? It's like Tinder. I never used Bumble, so. Bumble, I believe you match. The girl has to message you. I'm going to overshare a piece of our personal life. Oh, boy. You you did enough of that last night on the live. Okay, let's not not go back to that. Okay. Okay. Yes. John and I. Met on Tinder. Sure did. Woohoo! Shout out to Tinder. It wasn't a booty call. We fell in love. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, that's but the that's the name of our autobiography. <laughs> it wasn't a booty call. We fell in love. The, the Teresa and John story. It's pretty good. It's yeah. pre- I'm thinking of writing a book when okay, I get old. Keep it going. Anyways. Yes. 
Tinder is what I was on. I've mm. never used Bumble, but you seem like someone. I used who, them all. You did? I moved to <gasps> New York City. I used them all. I think I'm glad you found me. Then I found you. And yeah, Tinder, believe it or not, was the most successful for me. But he's on Bumble. He's apparently allegedly on Bumble. I've seen the screenshots. Sure, somebody could be using his photo and name and doing it. But the profile kind of checks out. It says he's into rugby and EDM and camping. And then he's got a quote. The world would be better with more trees and less assholes. This Hmm. all sounds like like Sinjin. The most telling part that makes me believe it's real is Bumble shows you your location. Mm -hmm. Like while you're active on it, it shows Mm -hmm. you your location. It's at East Haven, Connecticut, which is a few towns over from New London, Connecticut, where he is or was living with Tanya. Interesting. So either it's him or someone who's faking his profile is very close to his house, Mm. which is kind of creepy if it's not him. My friend who you know as well, my friend Eva, she used to have a huge crush on Sinjin. Yeah. But now she's pregnant and she's going to get married. So (laughs) let's forget about that. I'm sure a lot of girls would be happy to hear that he is single. I did see him... On Instagram in Nashville a couple days ago, Mm. no mention of Tanya. He was seemingly alone and he was saying, message me, DM me. Maybe we can get together just to anyone in the Mm. area. Interesting. So he, he might be single. Him and Tanya may have split up officially. Who knows? Or they do this for fun. We know some people who are happily married for freaking years and they get drunk and they go on Tinder to see what it's all about because they never got to experience it. I guess, but I don't think they built out a real profile. Like, she's in her wedding dress. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right? So good. Yeah, I don't think. I don't yeah, think they, really these, these guys have been together for like 15 years. Two kids. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's literally like a joke, it's but good. it's pretty good. It is. So that's, by the way, number two. Um, I hope Sinjin can find his soulmate because we know Tanya said Sinjin was not hers. Yeah. Ugh, unfortunate. Ugh. You are my soulmate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, I don't that's even the, know what it what it really means. That's but. the second book in in our trilogy. Is you What's are my, the third book? I don't know. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right. Let's get into it. The reason we are Whew. here. Sunday night 90 day fiance happily ever after 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 question question mark mark. did we get any answers this episode we did get a few a few answers all of them a few more question marks but we got a few answers and let me just start with this yeah i cannot wait for the tell-all i know i love tell-alls usually i love 90 obviously but usually the tellos are my favorite part. And this one is just looking like fire. This one looks so good. I think you said in the past that Angela and Julia were going to go at each other on the tell-all, mm-hmm. right? Julia today posted. I saw, you saw that, yeah. She's hanging out with Angela. Yeah. So. She calls her her, her mama or her <sighs> American mom, something like that. So. Not a good look, Julia. Not a good look. Yeah. Oh, well, but I'm very, very excited and very curious to see what's going to go down. I think it's going to be very good. I think it's going to be very good. Listen, a few of those personalities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If Charlie's there, which I think he is. In person. That's trouble. Stop it. 
Trish, <laughs> Natalie, and Mike. Yeah. That's trouble. I think Angela's going to obviously cause a ruckus. Well, we saw We're going some to preview see her, pics. her breasts. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure Jovi and Yara will, will be whatever. Um, Brandon and Julia, whatever. Yeah, we'll Tiffany see. Tiffany and Ronald, that will also oh, be dramatic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Okay, but that's okay. next week. This is this week. This is the finale. Okay. And while I thought it was a fantastic episode, mm-hmm. okay, the best of the season. It really was. I thought it was a really sad episode. Because it's the last episode of the season? No, just so much sadness. Every Almost everyone's storyline was sad. True. True. Chuck made me sad. Oh, Chuck broke my heart. Chuck okay? broke my heart into not so a, many not pieces. Not a dry eye in the house when Chuck started crying. He broke my heart. Um, Mike and Natalie was a little sad in a way. Hilarious. Hila- I was just going to say hilarious. But sad. Um... Tiffany and Ronald. Sad. A little bit sad. Oh, he deserves it. Scary sad. I cannot stand Ronald. And honestly, he deserves nothing less than her packing her stuff and going back to America and never talking to him again, which we'll see if that's going to happen. Just a little sad. A little sad all around. But let's, let's talk about it. Let's dissect this. Let's get into it. Should we start with one of my favorite segments? Mike and Natalie. Mike and Natalia, aka Natasha. Okay. The rat is back. And I'm not talking about Puglia. I'm talking about Rattley. I'm talking about Natalie. (laughs) She's back. She's back in Squim with a suitcase. And poor Mike just sitting at the kitchen table. So Natalie sits down. She wants to talk to Mike. She's going to tell him that Juliana offered her a place to stay because of all the fighting so Natalie's come to get some clothes. Mm-hmm. Now she's a she's an official mover in her. Now. <laughs> right? Well, while she's doing all this, she grabs the rat that's alive. Please, Hello. Please use the rat's first name. It's Puglia. I think it's Puglia, un- uh, unless it's something. No, it's Puglia. Puglia. I said it on the screen. A P-U-L-Y-A. Yeah. She was like, Puglia, 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 Puglia. I was so annoyed by it because A... It was very loud. She talked to the rat very loudly. Be rude. You were like breaking up with your husband. Meanwhile, you were like cuddling with your rat. Yeah. It was her emotional support animal during that time. Because I think what she had to do was difficult and having pull you there. And it was just weird. Oh, we'll get to weird. We'll get to weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, this was the beginning of weird. I was like, Really? Dude, like you're about to break up your marriage, mm-hmm. but you're like cuddling with Puglia. Well, maybe it's the last time she's going to see Puglia. At least talk English to her. So no, Mike no, knows no. what's going on. The Puglia is bilingual. Okay. <laughs> Puglia is bilingual. <laughs> My question is, what in the world were all those papers on the kitchen table? I did not see. Mountains of papers. Maybe it was her green card application. I was thinking divorce papers. Oh. But maybe. It looked like Mike was a school teacher grading book reports <laughs> when she walked in. I piles. Piles of paper. Listen, I know nothing about a divorce. Yeah. I don't know how it works. I and imagine a lot of paper. Well, if you have a lot of assets, if you have a lot in common, mm-hmm. they have literally nothing. That 
ever yeah. she brought two suitcases. Yeah. Maybe they can fight over Puglia. Yeah, but that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. Like I don't think it should be that dramatic and that difficult. Mm. Unless because it's I'm an sure international because it's case. A green card yeah. Marriage. It's a little more difficult. Yeah. But I was just like, what are all those papers, Mike? <laughs> Made no sense. Very confused. If anyone knows, please tell me. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. She's talking to the rat and she's kind of telling Mike what's happening, that she's moving out. And Mike's just like, get your shit, get out, and put Uncle Bo's dinner down. He's going to want that rat for dinner. <laughs> I, was, I, I thought she came back for Puglia, but it doesn't seem no. like it. No. Although I wouldn't be surprised if she tossed that rat into a suitcase and just mm. dragged it off. Interesting. She, <laughs> she, she, she leaves, right? Doesn't say too much. Mike goes full cult. He grabs Jack Fire, empties the last of it out into his I Love New York shot glass <laughs> and just slams it. What was it? Jack Daniels? It was Jack Daniels Fire. It was like fireball? Fire, it was like, yeah, cheaper fireball. Ew. Yeah. Michael. I just, I just love how Mike's entire house is furnished from a Times Square gift shop. <laughs> Everything in his house is I Love New York. The you think it's him or Natalie? I, I don't know. Maybe at a tell-all he went and he was like, this is, stuff it sounds is great. Well, right. Stuff is great. I'm so <laughs> cultured. Look at how cultured I am with well, my I Love New York shot glass. My listen, our shot glasses are from Las Vegas. We have Let's shot glasses from a lot of places we go to. Las Vegas, Colorado. Colorado. Then we got the gift that was a package with tequila. Yeah. I thought we had but check it, ones. Maybe not. We don't have check ones. No. But everything, the mugs in Mike's place are I Love New York. Everything. Mm-hmm. So good. My, well, listen, I love New York, too. Oh, yeah. I have this giant mug with the map of Manhattan. Remember we got it at, like, yes. Bed Bath & Beyond? Yeah. No, we got it at the hardware store. Did we? We got it. At the, of course we got it. No, did we? I think it was Bed Bath & Beyond. Here's but we thing. do, you and I. We have I Love New York t-shirts. Yeah, you bought it for us when we moved. And I have yet to wear it because really? for some reason. Okay, you gave me and I gave you t-shirts. For our wedding. Mm-hmm. And we didn't talk about it. We just each gave each other t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Right? It just homemade little, t-shirts. Yeah, home, homemade. Hashtag soulmate. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so I don't wear that shirt because for some reason it's super sentimental. Like mm-hmm. I almost want to frame it, but it's weird. So I just I keep know. it with all the other shirts. The I Love New York shirt, I feel the same way. I've never worn it once because, well, the reason I got the shirts, guys, is we were moving from New York to Florida. And I was in the airport about to get on the plane. T and I took separate flights. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we took separate I don't know why I think either. I came because I had to start work and maybe you came later. I don't know why. But I was in the airport by myself, a couple of drinks in at the airport bar. And I was walking to my gate and I saw the I Love New York shirts and I said, I should get two of these, one for each of us as a little memento of our time mm-hmm. in New York. And I grabbed them and I bought them and I presented it to you when we got to Florida and it's just not a shirt to me. Like it's more, it's more I wear special. Mine. I know. And I was going to talk to you about that. <laughs> I like it. You're spilling ketchup on it and the wine. And I'm about? like, ah, oh, remember New York? I love New York, but I that shirt I love. But the shirt you made for me for our wedding, I don't wear either. Yeah. It's special. We should probably frame those. I know. Well, do something with them. Oh, like every year, once a year, we put it on if you have sexy diamonds. Whoa, okay, let's move on. So <laughs> Natalie packs her bags. She takes off. And Mike's like, this isn't Juliana talking you into this, is it? 
this is this what you want? Are you doing this on your own free will? I could put that sweatband back on my head if that's what you're into. Like, <laughs> I know you like headband. Whatever it is, is this really what you want or is Juliana talking you into it? Well, Natalie responded and I actually felt like, wow, like someone's been reading the dictionary because mm-hmm. she said, Michael, I love you, but I feel dismissed. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> like, wow. I love nothing more than when foreign, when foreigners whip out a large English word. And you do it once in a while. Yeah. I read just, a lot. It's, it's, it's just I I feel like I know way more fancy words that I use just because when I when you get too fancy, I think it sounds ridiculous. So I only use fancy words once in a while to spice yeah. it up. Yeah. But when Natalie whips that out or you do, it's like, okay, word of the day. And it's I find it cute when you do it. It's amusing when Natalie does it. But yeah, it was definitely like, okay, you're feeling dismissed. Okay, that's pretty deep. Uh, but, but the thing is, like, it's accurate. She doesn't... Oh, yeah. It makes sense. That's right. what I'm like, wow, like, she makes sense. Right. So Mike goes, this isn't how you make a change. You don't just leave. That's not how you make a change. You're either in or you're out. And it looks like you're out. And she is out. She's literally out. She leaves. And Mike just goes, well, she's Juliana's problem now. And then... My favorite part of the episode. I think maybe my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Mike just sitting there petting his cat, thinking about how it all went wrong, what he could have done differently. How did he get here? And all of a sudden, you hear the screen door creak. And I'm like, oh, shit. What is happening? Who's about to walk in right now? I literally now? thought Natalie changed her mind. Yeah. She's going to come back. She's going to apologize. Right. We don't have enough money after. for gas. Mm-hmm. Right. Some Tamara thing. Not even oh, that. I forgot I my, she I forgot my just ID. came back. No. Not Natalie. Juliana slowly creeps into the <laughs> living room where Mike is sitting. I love to... That you said slowly creeps. Oh, because that literally <laughs> describes her a hundred percent. I think maybe she was trying to make it to the bathroom without anyone noticing her, and then she saw Mike, and she's like, "Oh, hi, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use your bathroom? I didn't expect you to be sitting right there. To be honest, I thought you were going to be in in your bed crying or something. Um, hi. Can I use your bathroom? And Mike's response: Use my bathroom. Take my wife. It's all good. I started laughing so uh, hard. I mean, but, yeah. But I was just going to say, here goes my favorite part. When it gets silent oh, yeah. for like a minute, just the cat meow, meow. And then you hear the flush. <laughs> the only thing that would have made that I, better. Oh, my gosh. If it was a double flusher. If she flushed <laughs> twice, that's the only thing that would have made no, it better. You know what would have made better? Bathroom spray. <laughs> <laughs> or right before the flush, you would hear. <laughs> what if some things are better left to our imagination? <laughs> I knew Taco Bell was a bad idea, Mike. I'm so sorry. Can I please use your bathroom? Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. So good. So then she comes out and not just thank you, you know, have a good life. She's like, May I say a few words? 
and the few words that she chooses to say are utterly perfect. <laughs> She's like, I think it's going to be okay. You have your job. You have your cat. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy, enjoy that pussy, Mike. That's all you're getting. You have your job and your cat. What more do you need? I'm taking Natalie, but you look at, look around. Like, what more do you need? And it's like the little cherry on top of a Sunday. She awkwardly oh, hugs yeah. him, knocks off his head, and she tries to uh, put it back on. And I was like, oh, my gosh, is this really happening? It was it was reminiscent of when Dr. Evil was trying to give his son a hug the first time he meets his son. Who's Dr. Evil? From Austin Powers. You don't know. Oh, I've seen the movie like, a call, long time ago. Call. He's like, come here. Like, now I'm doing a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> give your father a hug. I don't know why I'm doing a British accent. That's the only accent it's I can Austin do. Is Austin Powers, Powers British? Yeah, but Dr. Evil's not. Oh. I can usually do Dr. Evil's voice. Dr. Evil. You should Evil. probably watch oh, yeah. it. Come, I, like, I don't remember here. anything like, about here, a Scott. movie. Scott, come here. Give give your father a hug. Give your father a hug. It was so like that. It was it was the best. Can we just admit that was the highlight, perhaps? Oh, yeah. That scene. And then she takes off and says, good girl, and ration <laughs> yeah, to the like, cat. I'm telling you, all of the pets in this she house are bilingual. She is out of control. All the pets are bilingual. I literally died laughing. That right there is the closest Mike will ever come to an alien encounter. Probably. That's a good one. That's a good point. That right there was amazing. So Juliana gets back into the car and is like, I told him to stay strong, which is not really what she said at all. No. I mean, she told, she said, to told him he can call me. Why would he be calling you, Juliana? Wow, Juliana. That's just something you say when you're in this weird, oh, no, what do I say? Uh, you can call me. All right, call me. We should hang out sometime. <laughs> you and I, yeah, we should totally hang out or something. All something right. you tell see to ya. people you never want to see. Yeah. Like, sure, let's hang out. I'll let you know. Wink, wink. And then we get another classic Natalie moment. She tells the camera she feels like a girl who is shot by a gun. <laughs> And cannot fly. And now she just needs time to be able to fly. Didn't she say she feels like a bird? Oh, a bird. That makes more that would, sense. That would be really bad if she said she feels like a girl sense. who got shot. Either way, I understood this analogy. This one made it was sense. a little to me. better than the elephant. The elephant and the stick, very, very confused. Very confused. I sort of understand this one. Okay. That's Mike and Natalie. What a good segment. Wow. What a good thing. And it was just the beginning. Oh, so good. I loved it. Thank you, Juliana. Absolute star. Okay. Shall we move on to Kalani and Asuelu? Let's do it. All right. So it's the morning after Asuelu had to bounce his mom and his sister from the Christmas party. So now it's Kalani, Asuelu, Lisa. They're all in the kitchen. They're talking about everything that happened the night before. Did I hear this incorrectly or did Lisa call uh, Asuelu? Honey. She called him honey. There was definitely some love there. So much love. There was definitely a change in attitude. There was a feeling or a sense of love in that room, mm -hmm. in that, in that, that moment. That he belongs to his family, finally. Yeah. So they're talking, and Asuelu asks Kalani how she feels about everything that just happened. And Kalani's like, well, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. I don't, 
really know why you gave me a baby blanket, especially in front of everyone. That was actually very uncomfortable. That's a good point. It's very uncomfortable. Osweiler doesn't really address why he did. I don't know why he did. Production probably told him to do that. But he apologized. I still don't understand the move. Well, he just wanted to be like, hey, you know, maybe it's time to have another kid. A baby blanket is just such a weird it's item like some people him. could give the other person a onesie, like, oh, yeah, we're ready better. to have a kid. Well, yeah. he gave a baby blanket. Why not? That's, that's Be better. a little OG. Okay. So, you know, OG doesn't stand for original. It does not? Well, it's original gangster, but you don't use it in the terms. I always use it as original. I know. All the time. I know. I finally felt the need to I use speak it, up. <laughs> I use it at the work, too. Yeah. Just say original. OG doesn't really make sense in that context. But I mean like OG, like original. Yep. OG. You're being very original in your <laughs> use of OG, but it doesn't really make sense. You know, at one point I thought that I came up with YOLO, but I was really drunk and then I mm. found out it wasn't me. I don't know. I was married to Drake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I learned later on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like OG, original gangsta, someone came up with that. Yeah. OG. I mean, original. It's better than you saying orgy. So, sure. That's something I came up with right now, apparently. Sure. sure. I okay. think I'm going to keep using it. I'm not trying to stop you. I'm just trying to tell you it doesn't make sense. I actually, and this is, this, you're going to probably like it, as you know what I do for a living, I label my files like that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to rearrange all your files. I'm just telling you it doesn't make sense. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So Lisa, she wants to know what's the plan moving forward with Asuelu and his family. And Asuelu is actually done with Tammy or mm-hmm. so he says, I'm, I'm done with her. Right. Doesn't want to talk to her. Doesn't want to see her anymore. Kalani's happy to hear about this. So that's positive. Kalani admits like, I don't want Asuelu to have a relationship with his family. Well, is- I would probably feel the same, but then she says, I understand he wants to have a relationship with his mom. Yes. Which is good. If she didn't say that, I would be like, you have to understand that. Like, you might not like his family, right? I wouldn't either. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's his family and it's up to him. Yeah. I think Lucina and Tammy are just as bad. I don't think one is worse than the other. Tammy gets physical. Yeah. But oh, she's no, they're just both as bad. demanding oh, yeah. as Lucina. Yeah, but I feel like it's different. If, I feel like Tammy is his half-sister, not his sister. But I don't want to speculate. No. But anyways, I think having a relationship with your parents, no matter what the relationship actually is, you don't want to just give it up. Yeah. It's right? fine to give up your sister. But uh, mom. Yeah. Right. Literally. I don't have siblings, so I feel very strongly about giving up my siblings. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's easy to give them up when you don't have it. Exactly. But my parents, and you know, I disagree with my parents once in a while. We get into arguments once in a while. We don't talk for a few days. But I cannot imagine not talking to them. Right. Right? Yeah. But my parents are actually cool. My parents are awesome. (laughs) Aren't maniacs. No. They give They They want more than money. They buy, they send money to us. Exactly. Because that's all we want. Same with your parents. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So, okay. Then Lisa drops a bombshell. Didn't see this coming. I did not either. Did not see this coming. 
Her and Lowe are selling the house so they can be closer to Lowe's work. But not that close because Lowe's work is in California, but Lisa doesn't necessarily want to move to California. doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I think it's money. I feel like California, as we all know, and for you guys who live there, you probably know the best, is very expensive. Mm-hmm. It's a very expensive state to live in. The gas prices, get out of here. Okay, but so, <laughs> so what's more affordable, having two homes? Because Nevada? No, but doesn't Lowe live where he works? So he must live in California unless his job puts him up at an apartment or something. I thought he has his own Right, I thought they had business. a house... Oh, but I thought they had a house in California. I think it was an Airbnb. You think so? That time they all went out there? I think maybe he's staying at like a, he's renting an apartment or something. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah. She's going to move. They're going to sell the house allegedly. And the only thing I can think is they're going to be on another season because there's no reason to introduce this plot point. Yeah. At the finale to then just have it go nowhere. Yeah. Right. It could have just ended. Oh, well, I'm going to not talk to Tammy anymore, but maybe my mom and not bring up this whole selling of the house story. I kind of don't mind them being on on another season because I'm kind of interested in to see, okay, what's next? What's next for Kalani and her three kids? I guess I'm so tired of everyone at this point. I just want fresh meat. True. Just want a little fresh meat. True. Okay. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> New people, that's all I want. <laughs> so Lisa, More drama, that's all I want. Lisa's like, I know you guys talked about getting your own place. So with us moving out, now you guys can. It kind of gives you a reason to go ahead and get that own place of yours. But Kalani, not ready for that. She says since the accident, they wanted to wait a little bit so they could save up some money. The money we lost. And then in due time, get a place. Mm-hmm. I think it's time Kalani finds a job. That's oh, I, yeah. That's what I, I don't think. even know. Like, what's, what did she do before? Like, what's, that's a very good question. What's her background? Did she go to school? What are her skills? Right. What did she do before motherhood? Yeah. Well, we kn- I don't know what she did, but I know I remember that Lo had to sponsor as well because she didn't make enough money yeah. to sponsor him. We know Kalini is a photographer. Yeah. We don't know what. Kalani. Maybe she worked for the family business. Maybe. And that'd be too much of a similar storyline. Because I could see that. If Lo does own his own Mm -hmm. thing, she could work for it. True. So now she's stressed. Kalani's stressed because not only is it going to be tough financially if they're on their own, but her parents helped so much with the kids. Mm -hmm. They're going to lose that built-in babysitter as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. My other question, if Kalani doesn't want to get a job... Why don't she and Asuela just move wherever Lisa is moving? They have no ties whatsoever to Utah. True, but I feel like, and I didn't know this, there's this strange someone community in Utah, which I'm yeah. saying strange is because it's so random. It's I would like expect the, it to be in like a bigger city. Like the Czech community in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. it's huge. So, but I, it's Chicago. There is a Czech community in New York. It's a huge city. It's yeah. like there is any community in New York City, from sure. all over, right? But a someone community in Utah, that just, I find interesting. But besides the fact that Utah is beautiful to live in. Yeah. so is California. True, true. But I think Utah is more affordable. Oh, yeah. Plus, there are half Mormons, aren't they? 
I don't know if they I are. I think Kalani is. That's why she was a virgin oh. until she was like 28. I don't know if that's true. Maybe. Maybe. I should have probably researched it, yeah. but I, I'm pretty sure Lisa's a Mormon and Lois mm. someone. We're going to have to research why is there a Simone community yeah. in Utah. And so I feel like there, there is a reason for them to stay just like a cultural. Yeah, I guess that makes Otherwise, sense. Otherwise, he can, Asil can Uber anywhere. They have volleyball in California. They sure do. Right. My so, least favorite sport, but let's move on. New day. <laughs> Asuelu is with his friend Tui at a smash room. Apparently, he didn't get all of his aggression out when he tackled Tammy. So now <laughs> they're in a smash room. Would you go to a smash room? I don't know. I don't, I don't have that much energy, I don't think. Me neither. I feel like I don't get this frustrated. Like, I... No. I don't think I've... I have been frustrated in my life, obviously, at some point, but I never get this frustrated. There's nothing really that can frustrate me this much unless something happens, right? But I still wouldn't go to the smash room. But what I would I would go to, I've seen this room that you throw plates on the walls. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's how I could relieve I my stress because it's less violent. I'm not a violent person. Right. I feel like smashing plates on the wall might be fun. Yeah. But like literally <laughs> smashing actual things, I don't think I would do that. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be that into it. I feel like it would almost maybe stress me out more, yeah. like seeing all that stuff broken. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, when I saw it, I was like, is this a smash room or is Andre renovating a kitchen? Oh, my gosh. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's not for me. It's not for me. Not for me but either. they were loving it. So Asuelu, he's chatting with Tui. Tui is also from Samoa came to the States when he was an adult, so he feels like he can get some insight from Tui. Tui talks like low, mm-hmm. by the way, like quietly but intensely. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, hello. Yeah. That's powerful. I, okay. Is it just me or I feel like Asuel sounds like a child when he talks. Isn't it his oh, yeah. voice? But so does, so does Lucina. They both have the same cadence and yeah. the same intonation, and it's very like, oh, 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 oh. Like Maybe. Childish and playful. But then and Tammy, Lo, and Tui, they don't sound like ch- kids. No. No. No, I don't know what it is. I mean, Lo and Tui are not related to Asuelu True. and But ta- let's say Tammy. If she's a half, maybe she's not mm. the half that sounds like that. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I thought, oh, he's just high the first time we met him. And then yeah, I, I don't heard think he is. Lucina talk, and I was like, no, she kind of talks the same way. Well, maybe she's high too. That would have surprised me. So Asuelu tells Tui what happened during Christmas, how all his family wants his money, and how he doesn't have enough to send. So That was sad. Yeah, it is sad. Tell your wife to get a job. Yes. But also, like, he's like, I don't have enough money to send to my mom. She doesn't understand it. Should I just, like, ask people on the streets? Should I steal from other people? I was was like, oh, my God. That was sad. Well... Tui, a.k.a. Albert Einstein, has a brilliant idea. <laughs> Have you ever thought about taking your family and moving to Samoa? Oh, Tui. Oh, Tui. Well, Asuelo apparently has. He's like, yeah. Yeah, I have thought about that. In Samoa, you can plant your own food. It's not all about money. No bills. It's not all about money. Okay. If it's not all about money in Samoa, then why does Lucina need money? That's all she wants. That's very true. Right? Where's all this money going? I guess to the church. As she said, she's giving it to the pastor. 
Maybe Aslu can become a pastor in Samoa. That's how you get the money. Boom. So many business ideas are born on this podcast. But when he said that, oh, in Samoa, it's not all about money. You plant your own food. I was like, huh? Then what is this whole racket that Lucina's doing? Mm -hmm. Because all she wants is money. Yeah, why doesn't she plant her own food? So Asuelu thinks moving to Samoa could solve all of his problems. Yeah, I don't think that's going to fly. No. You cannot go from one of the most, what's the word, Uh, evolved Mm -hmm. country in the world, if not the most, to a simple living when you don't pay bills, you plan your own food. You probably run around naked with a leaf over your penis. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's what Kalani wants to do. Well, forget that. What Kalani wants is to be further from his family, mm-hmm. right? That's Kalani wants to break line. them up. And Asuelu is like, huh, what if we actually move closer to my mom? That could oh, work. Oh, Asuelu. Didn't make any sense. Unless he's plotting for 90 day the other way. There was no reason. Oh, to I even cannot see Kalani. Oh, I, I would not. I would never work well, out. Let's talk about it. Because New Day, Asuelu and Kalani are playing volleyball. Ugh. Did you see Asuelu literally spike the ball as hard as he could at Kalani? I did not. It's only a game, fucker. That's my <laughs> Meet the Parents <laughs> reference. Like, he spiked it at her head. I do not like volleyball. I really yeah, sucked you have at it. a weird thing with volleyball. I just, it hurts. And I was always like pretending like I'm injured when I had to play at school. Yeah. To the point that my teacher said they're going to fail me the gym class if I don't play a game. So I was, people are forced to pick me on the team. Oh. <laughs> and I played and I passed. You had such a sad childhood. What do you mean? I'm just not a sporty person. <sighs> my mom tried so hard. I was good at badminton. Yeah. T and I were watching the Olympics <laughs> the other night, and there was this, I don't know, I guess it was gymnastics, and they were throwing it the was, ball. Um, was it rhythmic gymnastics? Yes, rhythmic and they were throwing gymnastics. The, and it was amazing. I loved it. It was amazing. I could not, I was, I could not stop watching it. <laughs> but then Teresa started telling me how she tried synchronized swimming, and she didn't last very long at that and karate she got kicked out of class because she threw up <laughs> the second day and i was like the second class like the second class. week okay like, are you good at any sports and she was like badminton <laughs> Bad- badminton you know what yeah. it is right yeah with a shuttlecock and yeah it's like it's like tennis it's like tennis but it's like but more like if you're drinking yeah what, what? It's a good party game it's not a party game. It's an actual sport. I've never played badminton. So wait, wait, pronounce it. I think it's B A D M I N T O N. Badminton. I think it's badminton. It's badminton. I don't know what you're saying. I'm saying badminton. 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 It's like a bad. Play, go, to, go to Google and play it. Like the I pronunciation. You won't. The headphones are plugged ah. in, so keep going here. Um. Badminton, B-A-D-M-I. What? It's in the Olympics. I told you it's a real sport. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. We should watch. It's badminton. <laughs> badminton. We should play. I may, Maybe I can still play. Okay. Only when it's not too windy. Otherwise, you cannot play it. <laughs> <laughs> I also, but if, you, you, know, you want to know something even funnier. It's not funny, but yeah. 
I only almost broke my leg once <laughs> in my life. You, okay. And it was while I was practicing badminton with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. Wait, while you were practicing badminton, what? With my dad. <laughs> it was oh. over the summer. Yeah. We went, like, my parents rented a cottage yeah. and it was like a nice backyard. So I played badminton with my dad to practice a little bit. I almost broke my foot. I had it in the, in the cast for six weeks. Jeez. What do you call it when it's like the bone fractured. is half broken, fractured? Yeah. yeah. Well, you excel at sitting on the couch watching TV and talking about it. So you just make me sound so lazy. I think you found your passion. Oh my gosh. I'm not that lazy, guys. No, I, it's not laziness, but you don't need coordination to watch 90 Day Fiance. I almost feel like I should, I should sign up for like something. You know what I always wanted to do? No. My dream, and I hope our kids will do one day. Oh, fencing. Fencing. Yeah. Let's move on. So, okay. Oswalu's telling Kalani how he was hanging out with Tui. Tui's got some great ideas. And Tui made Oswalu realize I need to give mom another chance Kalani doesn't want to hear this she feels listening across the line there's no reason for Oswego to have a relationship with someone who doesn't care about Mm -hmm. him and his family right but Kalani being a good wife says she'll support Oswego no matter what okay well you might regret saying that Kalani because Oswego then brings up the idea of moving to Samoa they can build a house they can plant food near the house. You have all your own land. Doesn't it sound amazing? Don't you want to do that, Kalani? And you can learn to be a real Samoan girl. And Kalani... She keeps saying real Samoan girl. Samoan. They, Samoan. I don't think we pronounce it right. Mm-mm. But Kalani's response was the best. When I swear, it was like, oh, let's go. We can build a house, plant food. It's great. All our land, no money. Kalani just goes, No. <laughs> Period. End of sentence. End of discussion. No. Okay. I'm not claiming to know Samoa better than Oswelu, but I did a little quick research and not to defend Lucina, but you do have to pay for apartments in Samoa. Not everything is free. Well, that's the thing. Oswelu, before he left, he probably lived with his parents or with someone Right. So he probably had no bills, right? That's, yeah, that's why he thinks it's free to live mm-hmm. in Samoa because your parents paid for everything yeah. else, Wailu. Yeah, well, when I was a teenager, I had no bills. Exactly. Literally. Oh, we should move back to Connecticut. You just live yeah. in a house. You don't pay for oh, anything. Oh, let's move to the Czech Republic People with no cook. bills. If someone cooks for you my every day. My dad said he's like really growing some tomatoes lately. Like oh it's my gosh. Really like it sounds amazing. It's really you don't getting need, there. You don't need money at all? No, no. <laughs> you don't need money at all. You just live... Live off of your parents. You yeah. eat my dad's tomatoes. He also tried awesome. to grow some wheat. We should move to check. Mm-hmm. Sounds amazing. Right? Yeah. So, okay. Connie's not into it. And her reason is a little bit selfish. Her reason for not wanting to move to Samoa is I'd be away from my home and my family. Hmm. Which is exactly what you're forcing your husband. Yeah. To I do. think she probably wanted to say, oh, I'll be too close to your family. Well, she should have said that. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you were like, oh, I don't want to do this because of X, Y, and Z, and I was doing X, Y, and Z at the same time, I was sacrificing that same way. I'm like, well, that's very selfish of mm-hmm. you. I'm doing it. Why can't you do it? True. It's only fair, right? So Oswaldo tries to stand up for himself. He's like, I've been a better father, a better husband. 
Kalani should be open to learning how to be a real Samoan girl. Asuela goes, if you were a real Samoan woman, you would want more kids and respect my mom. Like, how do they, okay, if you have nine kids, as Latina yeah. does, right? Yeah. And you you don't have money because you want money from everyone else. When the kids are growing up, how, how do you survive? Who? Well, I'm talking about Lacina. And now she just wants money from everyone so she can survive. How did she do when the kids were kids? Oh, probably her husband. Probably the, probably, probably the baby's, yeah. baby's daddy, right? And who knows what happened there because we've never seen him. That's very true. Whether he passed or if they divorced. Yeah, but I, now, think, I think maybe he passed because she is in a certain age. She's like 70. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know what the life expectancy That's is true. in Samoa, but. Yeah, and she does work. She makes the mats, right? Mm-hmm. So she does work. She probably but, loses all her money on bingo. And but. then she loses all her money on bingo. <laughs> so Kalani tries to defend herself, tries, oh, I am a Samoan. I'm a real Samoan girl. And Aswelu says, well, you're not really real because you don't speak the language. Burn. <laughs> Which is not the definition of whether or not you are a nationality. Well, she is half Samoan. Let's just be honest right here. Yeah, she's half Samoan. And she admits she's half Samoan. But if you were born in Czech and you moved when you were a year old and never Mm -hmm. learned Czech, you're still Czech. It doesn't matter whether you know the language or not. Mm -hmm, For sure. It's not the defining characteristic of being And our kids will be Czech. Half Czech. Yes, but there will be real Czechs. Half Czech. Real Czech. Okay. Half Czech. Real Czech. We'll, we'll, We'll talk about this. Kalani does say she wants to learn more Samoan, but for the time being, she wants to stay in America. Asuelu, not going to take no for an answer. So basically, Kalani's like, how about we go for a long visit? And then I can tell you with certainty, I don't want to live there. <laughs> Where do they get the money for this? How are they going to I have no idea. How are they going to go for that. months to Samoa? No, but how do they get money, period? Like, they seem to, like... I don't know. I know they live in Lisa and Lowe's house, but Kalani doesn't do anything. Asolu, he was dancing. Now he drives the Uber. I don't know how much money do Uber drivers make, but... They make they, a little from the show, too. That's true. Maybe they have uh, an OnlyFans account. Ooh, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, all these people are taking months off at a time to travel yeah. the world. How? Okay. That, yeah. A little tea, a little bit of tea to mm-hmm. end this segment. Lisa said they're going to sell the house. Well, I checked. Kalani's parents' house in Utah is not on the market. How did you find the house? Oh, I, I have my ways. Come on, guys. <laughs> I got a lot of support, by the way, for talking about how I go and look up people's houses on Zillow. And truly, I got some support for that. And so I did it again. And it's not on the market. It hasn't been on the market since 2018. So that whole moving or mm-hmm. selling the house storyline, I think is fake. I think it was a fake storyline. Or, story as I said last night on the live, maybe Alani, I mean, Kalani and Asuelu took over. Okay. Maybe they sold the house to them for no, like a better would, price. No, but there would still be a transaction listed if it was sold. It was never even listed. Hmm. Let's put it that way. It was never even listed. So I think that storyline. So little. Or maybe they pay the parents. Maybe they would not get... Maybe. A decent mortgage. Maybe. Who knows? 
Who knows? Maybe we'll get some answers on the tell-all. I hope so. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Okay. Next couple, a sad couple, and probably will not be calling them a couple for long. Let's see about that. But, oh, okay. Let's talk, let's talk about them. Tiffany and Ronald. Tiffany and Ronald. McDonald, the worst, because the he's worst a clown. person. Why did I just show? think about Ronald McDonald on the finale episode? I should have been calling him Ronald McDonald. Well, who's Ronald McDonald? He's a clown. He's the McDonald's clown. Oh, his name is Ronald? Yeah. You know what the difference between Ronald and Ronald McDonald is? No. Ronald McDonald could feed a family. That's very true. Also, Ronald McDonald can go to America because yeah. he didn't do anything wrong. Very true. You know what else? People love Ronald McDonald. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what else? Ronald McDonald has a playhouse at his restaurant. Ronald just has a kill room. That's also true. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. Ronald McDonald <laughs> has a job. Oh, very true. Right? Yeah. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. There probably is, but. Ronald McDonald oh, okay. has a positive attitude. Yeah. And seems to be a very nice person. Ronald does not. No. Ronald does not. Let's see what else. Um, kids love Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald, they do not. No. No. Also. Yeah. <laughs> Ronald McDonald wears more positive clothes. <laughs> not just so some true. random. It's so true. What what is it? Novelty T-shirts from Spencer Gifts. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, okay, I yeah, it's probably all I have. I think that's all I have too. Is that it? Do you have anything else? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Ronald McDonald <laughs> gives kids toys to play with. Ronald gives them plastic bags. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? I I cannot think of anything else. Okay. All right. Well, we're talking about Tiffany and Ronald. Tiffany and Ronald. No. Ronald, the worst Ronald. <laughs> I was trying to rhyme it, but I obviously didn't. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so we were picking up where we left off with the fight outside of Ronald's uncle's office. Which, let, 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 let's pause right here. Yeah. It looked like a restaurant or like what? a little... A little hotel or... I don't know how they get down in South Africa, but I would definitely consider going to the doctors or the therapists or the dentist way more if there was like a nice cafe with bottles of wine attached to it. I think you're you're onto something. Right? It looked very pleasant. Mm -hmm. It looked like a very pleasant place to be. Especially like if you're going to see a psychologist Mm -hmm. and then there is a bar next door. Mm -hmm. Therapy after Mm -hmm. dark. Yeah. No, you might you might need to have a drink after a session. Therapy after dark. That's a great name for a bar. Mm. Mm. Or just therapy. Therapy is kind of a good name for a bar. Because mm. you go, you drink, you talk to the bartenders. Mm. And maybe the bartenders are dressed as doctors. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, you see, like we, we should so be cutting ideas. these ideas out, save them, and maybe one day bring them to life. I know. Okay. So Tiffany storms off and she finds this cafe and Ronald comes trotting in after her like, oh, 
You're having a nice time here, are you? You're smiling. You're laughing. He is so aggressive. He uh, he pushes all my buttons, and I'm just watching it on TV. Yeah. I can't. I can't stand him. He is just like, which century do you live in, dude? You don't want to see your wife happy? You're pissed off that she's smiling? He's like, who is she? The queen? It's like, right. he should be your queen. Yeah. I hate saying that because it's so merry at first sight. Oh, Chris and Paige? Chris and Paige. Yeah. He's like, oh, You're there, my queen. there's so 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 many beautiful queens <laughs> in Atlanta. And you they match me, me with, with Paige. This. I literally, like, same thing. I was like, oh, you are so rude. Oh, you're so right. Very similar. Yeah, right? Very similar. Very similar. Essence. Yeah. But for Ronald, she's definitely not a queen. No. <laughs> so Ronald gets so pissed that Tiffany was happy that she was feeling better that he leaves. He gets in the car and drives off. Just leaves her there. Well, he asks. He's like, you come in? She's like, no. He's like, okay. So and he was out of there. She has to get a ride back in the production van. She's going to get her makeup and her clothes. So she gets a ride with production. And when she gets home, she goes inside. Ronald's sitting on the couch. And he's like, what the hell are you doing here? This is my place. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even. I was just like yelling at the TV, just saying like WTF. Like, what? It should have been, the relationship should have ended right there. Oh, the relationship should have ended a long time ago. What the hell are you doing here? This is my place? Huh? What? Who talks like that? That's terrible. It is terrible. This, uh, is, this is your place. This is our place. And then, as my iPad says, Tiffany called him a ducking loser. Oh. <laughs> We're trying to keep this podcast peachy. Well, that's Thank what you. my iPad says. Thank you, iPad. Yeah. No, it was so toxic. Tiffany said she wanted to go get her clothes and leave. She should have left. Oh, she should have packed. She should have packed her bags right then and there. Left, get into production van, pick up the kids, and get the hell out of there. Yeah. But no. Once again, Ronald takes the mattress out of the kill room, <laughs> brings it into the living room. Not even he sleeps in that. That's, that's ridiculous, too. Right? He's going to force Daniel to sleep in this room, but he can't. He brings oh it into gosh. the living room, sleeps on the floor. Tiffany sleeps in the bedroom. And I hate to say it, but I would have been really, really scared for Tiffany. I was just going to say. If production wasn't there because Ronald was super aggressive, mm -hmm. scary, aggressive, mm -hmm. not acting for the cameras, aggressive, no, really livid. And it's, it's at the point that we see on all these datelines and whatever murder shows that he has nothing to lose. No. All he wants are the kids. He, there is nothing else happening for him, really. Nothing is going on. That's why I would be so scared because he is so aggressive and I, I can see him going the extra mile and doing something harmful. Right. The only thing keeping the kids from him is Tiffany. Yeah. And so if Tiffany's out of the picture, he gets the kids. Yeah. Although I don't think he actually wants the kids. I think he wants... The power. The power, the trophy. The kids are trophies. Mm -hmm. The kids would signify I won. Mm -hmm. If he gets the kids, 
the yeah. custody. That's winning. Like, and what so are the kids going to live in the, in the kill room? Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't want them. He He's just like, wants this to is say, the, I want. This is the kid's home. It's like, is it? Is it Ronald? <laughs> no. If oh CPS went there, I don't think they would agree that that's the kid's yeah. home. But yeah, as you said, I'm, I'm glad the production was there because I would not even sleep. Oh, I would the, probably like... The way he stood up and almost like threw his laptop. Yeah, that happened the next day. But Oh, was it? Yeah, but still on a rage. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it because okay. they survived the night. <sighs> yeah. Somehow. Somehow. He cooled down, I guess, slept it off. And... They're in the kitchen in the morning, and she walks in. She tells the cameras, didn't really feel comfortable where I was. Uh, not sure I'm going to stay, but let's see. Ronald's making coffee, kind of ignoring everything, pretending nothing happened, which I think is better than the alternative, which is him still freaking out. Wait for it. He's making coffee <laughs> for the both of them. So that seems positive. Mm -hmm. But Tiffany goes, so we're just going to pretend everything's fine. I'm not going to address what happened. And he goes, you know who you married. What do you expect from me? Oh, my gosh. So, oh, Tiffany, you should have been all packed. You should have been out. Once again, they start fighting, start yelling, raising their voices. And Ronald with the whole, know your place. Know your place, woman. She's like, shut up. Shush. Know your place. I uh, I don't even know what I would do if someone talked to me this way. I would be so out and so done. Tiffany's like, maybe you're used to little bitches Ooh. here in South Africa, but I ain't no little bitch. She's not holding back. Yeah. And this is where Ron's like, oh, you think you're a queen? Go back to America. You can literally go back to America. And so Ronald gets Tiffany her bags goes, here's your luggage, pack your shit mm -hmm. and go. And he said, get the duck out of here. <laughs> thank you, iPad. Thank, thank you, iPad. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. The best part of this whole argument was behind Ronald's head was a photo of him and Daniel. And Ronald's just doing double thumbs ups <laughs> in the photo. <laughs> I didn't see that. I'll show you. I took a screenshot. Oh, my gosh. I was like, the, yeah, just the juxtaposition between you screaming your head off <laughs> and then giving two thumbs up behind you it was so good oh my gosh he i i can't i can't stand him you know what really creeped me out and i think it happened the night before what? when he was talking how about how it's it's probably shitty to keep the kids away from their mom but she she just deserves it Right, that he, it's his time now. That yeah. Tiffany can go back to America, but the kids are staying here, and he's going to fight. That's he's going to kidnap like, them. That's so creepy. There's no way he would ever, in a million years, get custody of those kids. One, no. Daniel's not his mm -hmm. kid, right? Unless so he adopted him. So there's zero chance. Mm -hmm. So he wants to split the kids up. He wants to split Daniel and Carly. There's no way he would get custody. He's now changing Carly's diapers. No, he's not taking care of her at all. So tell that to a judge and see mm -hmm. what happens. He's not contributing. Like, I doubt it. He doesn't have a stable job. Plus, if the judge watches a little bit of 90 Day, yeah. he can understand what's going on. Yeah, he's not getting cussed. If no. you really, and here's the real thing about this. If he loved those kids 
and really wanted those kids in his life. Didn't want to lose them. He would be nice to Tiffany. Very true. And he would say, well, I really want these kids, so I'm going to do everything to make you happy and let us be one big happy Mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. He doesn't care enough about the kids to care for Tiffany Mm -hmm. in a way that would keep her there. And also, what would he do with the kids? He's trying to find a job. Carly is a baby. Daniel needs to be going to school, but he's still young enough to get anywhere on his own, right? Yeah. Would the mom babysit? But I feel like his mom has a job. Like he he's thinks not thinking he's about not the thinking kids. at he's all. He's thinking about winning. Oh, it's yeah. Trophies. There are two trophies that look like children. Oh, he is the worst. He is literally the worst. And I cannot wait for everyone on the tell hall to freaking oh, grill yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you know what the creepiest part is? Of this entire segment was. We keep saying it. I just said it. What was the creepiest? What's your creepiest? His security system. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about that. Okay. He's got a security camera set up that would hold its own against a Vegas casino. <laughs> it is a nine camera. <laughs> I think nine, 12. I don't know. Multiple cameras set mm-hmm. up in and around his home. And here's why I say it's creepy. Because I don't think it is inside looking out. I don't think it is to keep an eye on your surroundings. I think it's to keep an eye on Tiffany and the children because he's such a control freak. He wants to be in power. He wants to keep an eye and know where they are at all times. It is a control move. He thinks, well, I would, I think he lives in like an apartment complex or whatever it is. Why would he have an access to outdoor cameras? Right. Well, you can put up cameras on your building. True, but you we have like ring. 12 different views if you have like one entrance and saying. one exit. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they're inside pointing out. I think they're outside pointing in. I think they're inside pointing in. Ooh. And I think he sits there. Did you notice he had the mm-hmm. TV in between his oh, legs? Yeah. Like in his lap, he was holding on to that TV screen, keeping an eye. Where's Tiffany? What's going on? I want to know at all times where, where these people are. Well, if you're right, that's... Just terrifying. Get out of here. It's terrifying. Stephanie, get out of there. Yeah. So at the end of it, Ronald takes off. <sighs> he leaves the house. Tiffany gets her bags. She starts packing. And she says, our marriage mm-hmm. is over. She really needs to pack and leave. Get the kids. Get out of there. And don't look back. And never look back. Don't wave to the <laughs> camera. Wave to the camera. Bye-bye. And leave. Yeah. Get a divorce from America. Have the lawyers to take care of everything. Bye. Okay, moving on. Oof. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> moving on a little bit of sunshine in this next mm-hmm. couple because Jovi and Yara are still in Miami. Ooh, so shout out of, to Florida. A little bit of ray of light. And I'm not talking about the light like that's underneath Ronald's sofa. I'm talking about sunshine. Yeah, that was that was a little extreme too. Like <laughs> his whole ridiculous. decor is just uh, very questionable. Very as is, questionable. As is Ronald. Yes. So... So it goes no right along. Yeah. <laughs> so Jovi and Yara are still in Miami. Yeah, well, Yara is still in Miami. Nobody knows where Jovi is at this point. Because as we learn, Mama Gwen shows up to Yara's room. She's like, where's Jovi? And we learn Jovi didn't sleep in their room hmm. the night before. Bad move, Jovi. Like, you are married. Yeah. You suck it up. If you get in a fight, you suck it up. You don't have to sleep. In the same bed if you don't want to sleep on the floor, sleep on the couch, Mm -hmm. but come on, sleep with your wife, with the mother of your child. 
that's also in up. the room. Yeah, suck it up and and be a partner. So what happened, I guess, is they took an Uber home from the strip club. Remembered Yara was pissed, slapped mm-hmm. Jovi, took a Uber home, got to the hotel. But when they got to the hotel, Jovi was like, nah, I'm going to sleep somewhere else. Like he literally went and booked another room. Did he or did he sleep in Mama Gwen's room? Oh, you see, I didn't think about that. Come on. They already have two rooms at this hotel. You That's think very true. You think yeah. he went, he booked another one. No. Unless maybe he did because he was embarrassed to tell Mama Gwen. Or maybe he went and he closed down this trip club. Yeah. Slept on the beach for a few hours, took a shower downstairs on the beach. And now he walked in so all now, refreshed. So now he shows up and think about why he was so upset. I guess maybe because he got slapped, but because Yara wanted to leave a strip club. Because Yara is no fun anymore. That's enough to get this guy to book another hotel room or at least sleep Mm -hmm. in another room that Yara didn't want to keep the party going. Especially Yara was right. Like he said, let's go. And whenever you want to leave, we'll leave. We'll go somewhere else. He said it. It's on camera. Yara agreed. And when she said, hey, I want to go. I'm ready to go. Let's go somewhere else. He started saying, no, like, let's stay. Like, we just got here. Like, yeah. dude, that this is all on you. Right. So he all got, on you. So he got another room so he could keep the party going by probably, himself. Probably. Probably. Like, turn up the music. <laughs> let's get a bottle of champagne. I'll drink this myself. Let's go. It's like, oh, you can build it to the, to the production. <laughs> so he shows up and Mama Gwen is just like, what were you thinking? And Jovi goes, well, she slapped me in the face last night. Did she tell you that? And Mama Gwen's like, yeah, you probably deserved it. I like how Mama Gwen is like taking Yara mm-hmm. aside. Because oh, yeah. It's, Joey does need to grow up, at least from what we see on TV. You are a married man, plus, plus, there is a child. Yeah. And I get it. It was unexpected. You didn't really plan for this. You didn't have a lot of time to come to terms with the fact yeah. that you're getting married and becoming a father. But hey, life happens and you got to roll with the punches. You really do, Joby. Because, listen, I think I used to be really fun. I'm still kind of fun. Oh, yeah, fun, you were telling us stories last oh, night. Let's not even go there anymore. But I'm a little older now. I kind of think sometimes. I can still get loose, but I don't need it to have fun, right? It's okay to be a little grandma. Once in a while. But also, if you have a kid, you should be responsible. You should not be closing down strip clubs if you have a freaking baby waiting for you in a hotel room. Or you can if grandma's watching the baby, but as long as your wife is cool with it too. True. Because, yeah, mom and dads need some time out. They got to blow off some steam. They got to let loose. So if you want to go to a strip club, go to a strip club. But as soon as one of you says, I think it's time Mm -hmm. to go, then it's time to go. It's very true. Very true. So Mama Gwen leaves with Mila and says, you guys need to talk it out. So a lot. A like, lot. If you want to talk to me, you can follow me to the beach. <laughs> I'm not, it's our last day here. I'm not missing out on a beach day. For I actually, I didn't think they were staying at the beach. I thought they were like far away from the beach. I, yeah, I don't know if the hotel's on the beach. I know it's not South Beach, mm. but it could be. Interesting. Well, anyways, they're they're walking on the beach. They go to the beach. Jovi apologizes a little bit about the strip club. And he says, you know, maybe I had the wrong impression. I thought maybe you wanted to go. So 
misunderstanding. But then Jovi brings up once again how he feels like Yara has changed. You're not the person I married. Mm-hmm. But Jovi, it's it's a good thing she changed. Right. You have a kid. You oh my, I, I almost don't understand how he still feels that a single person who was just like living her life, traveling the world, having no care in the world, is not the same person as someone who moved to another country, got mm-hmm. married, and just popped a baby. Right. She's doing the responsible thing. Oh, yeah. I would love for Yara to like get with Gwen and just say, okay, Gwen, here's what we're going to do. You're going to be responsible for Mila for like a week or however long it takes. And I'm just going to go ham. I'm going to. You got, she's going to go what? I'm going to go hard as a mm. mother, right? Going to go to all the strip clubs. We're going to close them down. We're going to go to bars, body shots. Joby and I are going to tear it up just to see how he reacts. Mm-hmm. Because that would be an interesting <laughs> test, right? Yara just going balls to the walls and seeing if Joby's actually into this. Oh, he would kind of not ca- be. Calling his bluff. Mm-hmm. Being, you know. Dude. And like waking up like really hungover every right. morning, just not right. being able to do anything. Right. No, Gwen's got Gwen's got mileage, Joby. Let's go round two, hair of the dog, right? Mimosas. And Ooh, see, hair of the dog. G- give Joby a little <laughs> bit of taste of his own medicine and see if he's really into this. That's I would love a really to see great idea. how he reacts. Because he likes the idea of strip club Yara. Mm-hmm. I don't think he l- likes the reality or would like the reality he of strip club He likes the funny Yara. Yara, the young Yara. Yeah. I mean, I used to go out until 3 a.m. every day. Mm -hmm. I cannot do it anymore. I can do it once in a while. Mm -hmm. But I, we are a little older now. We are married. I have no need to be drinking until 3 a.m. every single day. Unless I'm at home and I'm in bed. That's a different story. Yeah. But yeah. Oh my gosh, Joby. So Yara's like, go marry someone else. If that's what you want. The that's That was a little bold. The fighting's toxic for Myla. And Yara says if the relationship's going to work, Jovi needs to end the party. Mm-hmm. Life, right? Yara feels like she gave up a lot to be in America. Jovi now needs to give something yeah. up. He needs or to give up that party Or they can make compromises. Life. I can totally see, let's say, when, if we have kids. Yeah. Even if they're babies. Let's go to a brewery. Let's go to wine. I'll go to a bar with a baby. Sure. For happy hour. Probably not. At around midnight, right? Let's find some middle ground where exactly. you both are happy and you can include the baby. Mm-hmm. I basically grew up in a beer garden when I was a kid. Yeah. They, they knew me there. Well, I think that's great in theory. Joby tells the <laughs> camera, I'm not going to change who I am. Oh, Joby. <laughs> yeah. So Yara basically ends their segment saying, well, if Joby doesn't change, I'll take Mila back to Ukraine. Life will be much easier. Which that would not be that easy. No, then you got the split custody and all this. It's yeah. a mess. It's a headache. I think this is a little bit for the cameras. I do think Jovi's a party boy. I do think mm-hmm. he wants to let loose. I think their storyline is a little bit for the cameras. I think he's yeah. probably happy that Yara is maturing. Yeah. I'm sure he's sad. I'm sure he does sit at home on a Friday night and go, I'd like to go to the bar. But I think he knows deep down it's probably best that they're at home or make a bar at home jovi buy some bottles yeah. just have a drink at home yeah do karaoke in your yeah. kitchen <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i'm not i'm definitely not ready to see them on another season yet 
with I feel like they need to focus on themselves. Oh, Myla. Yeah. We got two seasons back to back with them. I'm not ready for them again just yet, but I am curious to see will they last mm. as a couple. I think they will. I think they will. I think their relationship is better than what's shown on TV. I do. I agree with you. But flip side, I could see Yara getting a little upset when the fame starts to fade. When mm. she's not as seen, when she's not in the public eye as much because their season has passed, I could see her maybe starting to get dramatic to try to get some attention. I don't think Jovi cares. I think when the cameras go away, Jovi's going to be like, whatever, that's fine. Mm. I could see Yara missing the attention. Maybe that's going to hurt the relationship. Mm. I don't know. Listen, she can go out on pillow talk with Jovi or just with Myla. I would, that's very true. I would love to see Mm -hmm. Yara on pillow. She has the perfect personality for pillow talk. She sure does. Or... Maybe there's going to be another season after the other way that's going to premiere at the end of August. It would have to be Happily Ever After. Yes. There might be, there must be some. We all love Happily Ever After. I think 90 would come back though. True. Well, eventually. Eventually, that's what I'm saying. Maybe there's going to be diaries, maybe a cooking show. TLC, hello. Hello. And Discovery Plus. They They keep coming out with all these new spinoffs. Monster. So I wouldn't be surprised if there is something new, like the Mama Edition. Of all the moms mm. of 90. Mm. Here we go. You're there welcome, we go. Discovery Plus. <laughs> all I'll right. send you I'll send you my invoice. All right. That's <laughs> that's Jovi and Yara. Best of luck to them. Okay. Best of luck. I am excited to see them on the tell too. So shall we move on? To the one and only. Mm-hmm. You're about to wake up our neighbors, mm-hmm. Angela and Michael. <laughs> and Poor Michael wasn't even on this episode. I was sad because he's been the entertainment. Uh, How are you going to do my my man Michael dirty like that, TLC? Not even making an appearance on the finale. Mm. Well, I hope he'll join the tell-all. He must, right? He will. He will. He must. uh, Michael was carrying their segments for the last couple of episodes. Every every single episode Michael was on, I was dying laughing during those segments. I felt his absence this episode. Mm-hmm. I really felt his absence this, and I was gonna Michael just because I gotta do it for him. I oh do, man, you know, we're gonna get kicked out of just this place one more for Michael. So Michael's not there, but Angela and Skyla they're at the fertility clinic. They're yeah. meeting with Doctor Gator, which is now my new favorite doctor name. Doctor Gator it was Obang hashtag Obang me, but now. Dr. Gator. <laughs> yeah. And check, very out, Southern. check out Dr. Gator on Instagram. 11,000 followers and promoting her 90 day appearance hard. Promoting it real hard. Too hard for a doctor, if you ask me. I mean, it's an IVF clinic. I feel like that's more of a, it's not just a regular doctor. It's a fun, not, do- it's a fun doctor. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun doctor. It's an expensive doctor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's She's been promoting her appearance for weeks. I mean, good for her. Why not? We all promote ourselves. Not on if I was a professional, and I like to think of myself as a professional. But if it's I mean, your personal clinic, or is if it's your if you're not just an employee, right. if it's your own company, you can do whatever you want. Don't you think that would turn off some people? Do you think if my mom followed this doctor or was looking into this doctor and then saw, oh, she's with Angela, that my mom would be like, oh, maybe I should use this doctor. She seems very professional. 
No. I mean, the doctor seemed professional on TV. She did, but I'm just saying the fact that she's promoting this, I don't know that that's the, I don't know you, I don't think you want that association. That's all I'm saying. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I know nothing about IVF clinics. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, how it works. I'm pretty sure those are like privately held clinics. Yeah, I'm not saying so private, you, public, university-backed research, anything. She's trying to attract more people. I guess. But if the face of your IVF clinic is someone who calls it a coochie, <laughs> I don't know that that's the best look. Maybe her her caption should be like, we'll help you tote. Oh, yeah. Can help you tote it. Come to the coochie clinic. <laughs> That one's on us. That one's on us, Gator. Oh, my gosh. Gator, so many us. great ideas. Okay. Can't stop. So Gator comes in, and in no disrespect, I'm just calling her Gator from now on because that's the best name ever. Gator comes in, and Angela explains how her husband in Nigeria masturbated into a cup, and now he wants to have You're a You're skipping my favorite part. Oh, what's, the, what's your favorite part? So Dr. Gator, or Gator for short. Gator's just cool. Come on, Gator. Asks, like, okay, how can I help you today? First, she thinks they're oh, there yeah. for Sca- Scala. Right. Honest mistake. Not true, not true. No. And Angela starts talking. Yeah. Angela. I'm 55 <laughs> and I have no ex. So, what an introduction. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Then she continues with That's going to be. My it. husband is in Nigeria and he masturbated into a plastic cup. Was it the white cup? It was the white cup, right? I hope. Okay. <laughs> good, good. As long as what it's the white cup. What an introduction. That's going to be when Michael and Angela inevitably split. Hopefully sooner rather than later. That's probably going to be her, her Bumble bio. 55 and no, no wigs. <laughs> Not it's looking like at kids, okay? It's like an interview asking you, like, oh, tell us something interesting about yourself. <laughs> well, I'm 55. I have no eggs. Mm-hmm. And my Nigerian husband masturbated into a white cup. Hired. You are absolutely hired. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Apparently, Angela is flip-flopping once again because last week she was against having kids. But now... Seems like she is interested. She literally said, idea. I would love to have a baby with Michael. Oh, it's like, what happened last week when you were saying, no way, Jose. And <laughs> I'm just going to the clinic to find an excuse to tell mm-hmm. Michael that I can't have a kid. Well, now it's like, okay, I'm kind of interested. And, and we want Skyla's egg. So Gator explains how IVF works. You get an egg. You get the sperm. You get a surrogate. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You have a child. Angela, I would tote it. Yep, yep, but it's a little more complicated with Angela, her situation, her circumstance, age, geography, her lifestyle, right? So Gator explains the health risks that Skyla could face yeah. if she donates an egg. And not even Angela, like forget Angela, Skyla. Yeah, no, Angela's barely involved. <laughs> Skyla and that white plastic cup. But now that there's some concerns... Angela starts to think twice. She doesn't want to put Skyla's health. Which is at good risk. because if she was like, oh, who cares? Give me, give me my egg. That would be right. a really shitty mom move. I would then be like, okay, who's worse, Angela or Lucina? Right. She's like, I'm already hotboxing Skyla in this car, just chain smoking cigarettes with the windows up mm-hmm. all the way to the clinic. I can't put her at more risk. But <laughs> then we get a good question. Then we get a very good question. Have you ever had a mother-daughter donation duo like this before, Gator? Gator, I know you've seen a lot. <laughs> Have you ever had a mother-daughter duo? And Gator's like, yeah, 
biologically, it would be your children's half-sibling and aunt or uncle at the same time. So basically another day in South Georgia. I had to listen to it a few times. To we fully, did rewind it. We did yeah, rewind to it like three times. Yeah, fully understand this because I'm, I'm always having a hard time with family members to follow when someone tells me like, oh, the wife of that, my cousin's mm-hmm. brother. And I'm like, yeah. do you have a family tree? Literally. Andy? No, it makes sense. It's your children's half sibling. So it's Skyla's half sibling yeah. because it's half of yeah. Angela. Mm-hmm. And then it's also the aunt or uncle at the same time. Mm-hmm. But also Skyla would be the mom. Yeah. But Angela would be the mom and, and the, the mom. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Georgia, folks. Only in Georgia. Only in Georgia. So still into the idea, asks how much would this whole process cost? About 100000 Which I knew because I have a friend who was looking in, into a surrogate. Mm. But I I wonder, is it 100000 worth the surrogate or is it 100000 if you're going to tote it? Because I feel like if you're toting the egg... Right. It should not be that. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be expensive, but it shouldn't be $100,000, right? It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's too much money for Angela. And imagine that's just the beginning and you have to take care of the child for 18 years. <sighs> Angela, I don't think so. She's not taking care of you. Come on. Come on. Here's, here's a blender. Here's a bottle of jelly. Take care of yourself, kids. <laughs> so Angela tells Gator, mm, it's a lot of money. I don't want to disappoint Michael. I don't want to hurt our marriage, which is a new one because since when doesn't Angela want to disappoint Michael and everything she does hurts the marriage. But now she's concerned about that. But she tells the camera, I don't think IVF is the right choice mm-hmm. at this time. Later. And it's a good excuse. It's a good excuse for Michael. Scala will be hurting. Yeah. It's very expensive. Who's going to pay for it? Angela is a very high risk patient because of her age, high blood pressure, she just had a weight loss surgery. There's so many red flags that Michael's going to be blinded by them. Well, even just the cost is enough to tell Michael, hey, yeah. looked into it, 100 grand, don't think we can do it. Well, I, I'm i afraid that for Michael, he would look at it as like, wait a minute, you just got a new body, you just got new boobs, you have money. I so, mean, that was a fraction of the true, cost. True, but though. does he know? Yeah, he can do math, mm, I true. think. Well, I hope. So that was it. No Michael. No Michael. Later Gator. Later Gator. We'll mm. see a lot of Angela on the tell-all. Almost all of her. All of too Angela. Too much. Definitely too much. Which I'm not excited about, but I'm excited about a drama. I'm excited to see what led to her I flashing know. the camera. I know. And not even flashing a person. Not even flashing Michael. Mm-hmm. Not even flashing Trish or something. You know, flashing the camera. She seems like she got new new pair of boobs. I think she I think she yeah. got some implants. Which it I still perky, don't, very perky. I still understand like okay, she had her size reduced mm-hmm. to a smaller size. She didn't like it. She got implants so boobs her boobs are big again. Well, obeying me basically forced her into getting yeah. that reduction. Well, they look I guess perkier. No, they look good from what I can see. Plus she's like fuck it, I'm not going to buy a purse. I'm going to get a new pair of boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see, um, what's her name? Molly. Mm-hmm. Using that clip of Angela flashing the camera to promote her bra business. Really? She, she captured that 
and she reposted it. She like memed it and said, got a new pair of boobs? Like need a new bra? Oh, look at you, Molly. Yeah. yeah. I know. Well, I think we mentioned it on a live or something that there should be some oh, yeah. collab. They're both from Georgia. Mm-hmm. There should be some collab. I with- wonder if they're like friendly because I don't think they've ever <sighs> Angela's friends been with in the everyone. same season. Maybe. I really can't believe Julia's friends with Angela now. It seems like uh, it. Let's see for the tell-all. Let's see what happens. We all thought that it's going to be like. I know. I know. I hat wish. Head to head. Maybe. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. see. All right. We have reached... The moment we've all been waiting for. The couple. The family. The family we've all been waiting for. Libby and the loudmouths. I, I don't even know Libby how to really your talk about this. Oh my gosh. Well, I like to call this segment cocaine versus steroids. Interesting. Okay, I'm going to call this segment the final shit show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm still going with cocaine versus steroids. And I want to preface, I want to preface this segment with, let's not forget, Charlie was arrested a few years ago for possession of cocaine. Oh, really? Okay, let's not forget that. I thought he was like drinking and driving, like DUI. He did get a DUI, maybe like 10 years ago. Mm. I forget how long ago. He was for sure arrested for possession of cocaine. Interesting. How come I didn't know this? Frame, because you don't pay attention to my by the ways. Was it one of your by the ways? (laughs) No, probably not. You see, how do you know? I know everything. I know too much. I wish I didn't know this much. You do. Your head is like so big. Yeah. So, okay. You look like a balloon. Let's just remember of useless knowledge (laughs) and it will pop one day. (laughs) So, okay. Libby and Andre, they're heading to the family cookout. Hashtag adults only. Hashtag Tiger King. Hey. Right. Like Libby's thought, this is not the first episode. She's just wearing this. Is it leopard? I learned. I googled the cat. I think it's leopard. I think so. I'm really bad at cats, but it's a leopard print. And she's been rocking these leopard prints for a while. Remember we were saying that she could be on the Baleros team. Baleros? Big, big uh, royalty. Big royalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Andre did not disappoint. And he's wearing this shirt with actual tigers. I know. His fashion choices have been interesting. This one, probably the most interesting. Yeah. I I can understand the tiger shirt more than the leopard print. No, see, I understand the leopard print more than... Really? Women have been wearing leopard prints for I have a button down with random dogs, and you like it. I do like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're driving. Andre, classic, right out the gate. Rebecca and Jen are entitled bitches. Charlie's a broken-ass prick. Mm. His Mm. vocabulary is... Yeah. Growing as well. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not Who, really starting. Who's this prick? Not starting from a positive Isn't prick place. a cactus? Mm, cactuses can prick you, but a prick is a slanderous word. It's not a It's not a good thing to be called or to call someone. Mm, okay. It's not a good thing. Yeah, it's like a dick. <laughs> I mean, either way, we're starting, we're starting at a place that I don't think hot dogs and hamburgers can fix. I don't think firing up the old grill is going to fix I or like this. I like this analogy. Where we're of at, yours. right? If we're in the car saying Rebecca and Jen are entitled bitches and Charlie's a broken ass prick, I don't think a couple of bratwursts are going <laughs> to fix this. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's a really good point. Well, let's get to Chuck's house. So they arrive. And I like how Andre backed in. 
because he knew he may need to make a quick escape. You see, I didn't see this. He backed in. You got to pay attention to the details. The The devil is in the details, mm. Teresa. And he backed in because he knew I might need to get out of here fast. Listen, I pay attention to the fashion for my okay. outfits this segment. Sure. By the way, that was my outfits this segment. Thank you. Thank you. You're was, welcome. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. And the meme, even better. Thank so, you. So they go in. Andre and Chuck, they do their secret handshake. There's like so much love between them. And Andre's even like, look at us. I never thought I'd be crushing burgers at Big Chuck's. Used to just crush skulls. Now we're crushing burgers. Look at us. Look at how far we've come. They don't even hate each other. They love each other. It's like a love fest. They're cheersing to a prosperous 2021. The champagne's flowing. It's Mm -hmm. all good, right? The good times are rolling. They're talking about a business. Chuck loves Andre's energy. He loves his positive attitude Mm -hmm. and he's a go-getter. Andre is cursing every other word again. So I already have to read the subtitles to kind of follow, which why is he cursing all the time? That's just the way he is. That's the way some people are. Oh my gosh. That's like really like. It's too much. It is too much. But right as the good times are starting to roll, in walk Becky and Thomas. Becky already on high alert. Mm -hmm. Right. She's already sensing something. Chuck is champagne drunk, though. So he's like, sit down, lovebirds on the lovebird bench. I mean, it's really nice from Chuck. Also, why is he drinking champagne from wine glasses, Chuck? Uh, why does he have a lovebird bench and what is it? It's, it's just the bench I'm actually sitting on right now. But you're sitting alone, so it is not a lovebird <laughs> bench? Well, it's a, lone, it's a lonely bird bench. Uh, it is a lonely bird mm-hmm. bench. It just, I mean, those are the two ends of the spectrum of that party. Sit down lovebirds on the lovebird <laughs> bench and then whatever follows. Oh my next. gosh. Right? Yeah. So the other thing I loved about Becky was when she's talking to the camera about how Chuck just stirs the pot and walks away when it boils, she's, she's doing this monologue and Thomas keeps trying to pipe in to like add it <laughs> and she doesn't pay any attention to him, just keeps talking over him. He tries like three times to get a word in and she just keeps talking. Well, this is the most we've seen of Thomas ever Oh yeah, on the season, especially oh, this yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, so he's, he's trying to make his entrance. He sure was. So then Jen arrives and she's guns blazing too, right? Jen goes to Chuck. You know, I haven't talked to you in a while or seen you in a while. After Ellie's birthday, just, you just went dark. Yeah, like when is the last time you called me about business, dad? <laughs> Oof, it's starting. It's starting. So the arguing. Chuck goes, remember how we used to get together and there was no arguing? We'd all just shit on Andre. <laughs> Those were the days. Those were the days. Those are the days I'm going to bring back. Mine is shitting on Andre. So all of a sudden. Oh my gosh. who's back. Call the cops. It's Charlie. Which, did you get the reference? Call the cops. Somebody should call the cops. He well, looked yeah, but lit. Why, why did he say it? Because he's like, uh-oh, trouble's about well, to happen. I understand, but I'm almost was trying to figure out, was he referencing to something that happened prior? No, he's just saying, I'm a badass. Call the cops. Oh, Look at me. And oh. he was lit. He was lit. He was out of his mind. I actually rewatched it for a third time today on my phone. Yeah. His eyes were I really dilated, wanted to bloodshot. Yeah, I really wanted to like 
so I could talk about this segment because it's out of control. Yeah. And he was a little out he of control. He was coked out of his gourd. He looked like it, allegedly. He, yeah. And I'm just saying, let's all remember, he was arrested for possession of cocaine. So I don't think I'm speaking that out of turn. No, but also allegedly. we don't know any details. Right? Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, he was really high on cocaine. Mm -hmm. Okay. So immediately there's an altercation. Because Andre said, well, why don't you come and sit down on the lovebird bench? Sit down on the lovebird bench, Charlie. Did he say that? No, but he did say, like, come sit down, Charlie. Oh, yeah. So, He's like, welcome, welcome to my and Chuck's house. Why don't you take a seat? <laughs> and Charlie not having that. Charlie does not want Andre to tell him what to do. And so Andre stands up. Charlie comes in. And they immediately start to wrestle. And very quickly, Andre drops him onto that pool mm -hmm. deck, right? Very quickly. Out of nowhere, this bouncer dude comes in and breaks it up. I don't know if that's good or if it's bad. I would have well, liked to see it go a little bit well, further. Well, Th Thomas is also helping him. Thomas yeah. is holding, who was he holding? I think Thomas was- Probably like, one of the girls. Hold <laughs> Thomas, is, I think he was like holding Charlie for a little bit. For like a second. Yeah. But then Becky pulled him aside immediately. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And was like, you are not getting involved in this. That sweater is really cashmere. Like, But good, because there is no reason for Thomas to get involved in this. No. And to be honest, I didn't know what was happening because a lot of high-pitched screaming, a lot of bleeps. Because who also turned out to be a Tola- asshole was Megan. Oh, yeah. Who jumped at Libby, apparently scratched her face. Well, she's part of the cocaine couple. You think oh, she does she it too? she did a couple bumps. They have like 59 kids. She did a couple. Yeah, how do you think she has that body after four kids? Mm. Cocaine. Right? It's a fad diet. Is cocaine. it? No, but cocaine will keep you skinny. All right, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly sorry. This whole podcast is allegedly. <laughs> um... Yeah, it was just weird. I felt bad for any dogs during that segment because it was like beep, beep, mm -hmm. and high screaming and uh, oh, poor, I, poor dogs. Literally, like my eyes were just like all over the screen because yeah. we just got a bigger TV for Christmas and <laughs> all over, all over. And then I started feeling bad for Chuck because he was like, you want me to have a heart attack right oh, now? You want I me to have a heart so attack? Bad. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have gone back for seconds on those brats. God damn it. I'm going to have a heart attack right now. But oh, sad. Uh, Chuck, Chuck starts yelling at Andre saying, if you fight Charlie, we're done. Mm -hmm. We're done. Mm -hmm. And Andre cannot take this. He, he, he lost Chuck so much. So he walks away. He walks inside, followed yep. by Libby. Huh? There is Thomas. There is Becky. <sighs> Chuck follows them inside and it continues. Well, Chuck's bawling, crying. I, I just wanted to like hug him and give him a, a box of Kleenex. Chuck, Chuck looking like Darcy out here. He's crying so much. And I saw real tears. Some people in their lives oh, yeah. were saying they didn't see any tears. I did see tears. No, like when Betty cries, she is drier than the oh, Sahara. Yeah. She is bone dry. <laughs> Chuck was, Chuck, Chuck filled that pool. That pool was empty. When the segment started, he filled it with his tears. Mm -hmm. He was crying so much. Yeah, he was like Chuck Silva 
over here. He was crying so much, <laughs> right? So he's just sniffling, like I don't, I don't care about the business. I just care about the family. That's Which is so sad. Oh, I did feel bad. I, I just really wanted to. Bad. I just wanted to like hug Chuck and have a glass of whatever he was drinking with him, mm-hmm. just on the side, mm-hmm. maybe just like watching. Just a little rub bit. his back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just like maybe I would be like Chuck. Maybe you put your sunglasses on for once. Right. It's going to get a little darker. And- I've said it before. I'll say it again. He's got glasses on his shirt and on his head, never on his face. That's he his never style. wears his glasses. That's his outfits, the segments. That's Chuck. Yeah. That's Chuck. That's what he wears. And good for him. Developing a new style. A sad man. <laughs> so everyone <gasps> goes inside. Everyone goes inside except for Charlie and Meg. The lines of cocaine have clearly been drawn. It is now... Cocaine couple, Charlie and Meg versus the rest of the family. And Charlie goes, I'm good. He got me on the ground. That's about it. He wrestles like a bitch ass. (laughs) (laughs) If he wrestled like a bitch ass, Charlie, then how do you wrestle? (laughs) Because it looked like he got you pretty good. Yeah. He got you pretty good, Charlie. Well, Charlie ripped his tiger shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was about it. Yeah. I was actually. Charlie should have bit his finger. And then I'm oh, like, Charlie yeah, the bit video. my finger. That would have been good. <laughs> Come on. Ah. Sorry to interrupt. I was going to say that I was almost surprised that Becky and Thomas actually took Andre's side. Oh, that's what I'm saying. The lines were drawn. Yeah. Was, I was very, it was very surprising to me just yelling at Chuck that Charlie needs help. Well, I think, and this is where it gets real and it gets sad. I think Charlie has a serious drug problem. Mm. And I think it goes back and you can play the tape when early on in this season, Andre and Libby met up with Charlie at the brewery. Mm -hmm. And Andre said, is this really a good idea? Should we really be meeting Charlie at the brewery? And Charlie brought a bottle of water Mm. because I think he's an addict and I don't think he should be drinking. Definitely not be doing cocaine. We're just speculating, guys. Complete allegedly. Allegedly. Um, but he, I think he has a real problem. Maybe. And I think Possibly, we saw yeah. when Becky yelled at Chuck, like, "Dad, you need to get him help." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It was, sad. was like first I was like, "Is he high? Is he drunk? Is he just this is personality?" But once she said it, that kind of like clicked for me. But again, yeah, we don't know. But it, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So they go inside. The fight starts again. It's wild. Okay. It is absolutely mayhem. The bouncer (laughs) actually had to put up a fight to keep Andre. Yeah. He literally pushed him outside. Yeah. Andre almost broke free. Yeah. From that fight. And Thomas was helping Thomas the bouncer. Thomas. I love this. They they move it outside and Thomas is like, that guy is toxic. I don't want anything to do with him. We have a wonderful son. It's like the most you've ever talked. Wait, what? You have a wonderful son? What does that have to do with anything? It's like, we are out of this family. Let's go. And they left. Yeah. And I was like, go Thomas. <sighs> Finally, he said something. Yeah. And Becky let him. Yeah. Yeah. And the producer asks Becky, are you going to stay in the family business? And she's like, you think I'd stay in the family business after this shit? We have a wonderful son. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they do. 
Maybe. Looks like a cute kid. Probably adorable kid. Probably wonderful. I just loved that. The anecdote. <laughs> we have a wonderful son. Out of all the things he could have said in that moment. We have I mean, a he's wonderful a proud son. Dad. Sam is so proud. same as baby at the flyer yeah. or whatever or in Instagram post. And he is a dancer. Oh yeah. And he's a dad. <laughs> Martial artist. Father. <laughs> dad. Yeah. Dad. Uh, okay. So then inside the cocaine. We're not done. Oh. Not done. No. Inside oh. the cocaine couple is trying to get Chuck back on their side. And Charlie's like, You you tried to cancel me, Dad. You tried to cancel me. And Chuck's like, Huh? Like, what? I didn't never tried to cancel you. I should have pulled out. Definitely should have pulled out. But I didn't try to cancel like, you. Whose side are you on? Like Megan's <sighs> like yelling at Chuck. I'm like, you don't yell at Chuck. Okay. Speaking of Meg, she posted on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She posted on Instagram. She did a story and she wrote, it all makes sense now why I wasn't miked. I bet someone was hoping to get me in the pool. And if that didn't work, go along with the whole Megan scratched me. What a joke. What? Like, there's real drama here in this family. Oh, my gosh. I honestly, I thought partially it was t- scripted. And maybe it was a little bit. But I, I thought it was more on the scripted side than on the actual nope. side, like fighting side. Nope. Wait, you thought that before the episode? Yes. Or you thought it after watching? No, no, no. Before the episode. Yeah. No. After watching? Oh, 100% real. A hundred. You didn't have a bouncer on the yacht fight That's very because true. it wasn't a real fight you had a bouncer it was like a cat fight you had a bouncer here because it was legit yeah out of control and meg posting that on her instagram mm. like she's still coming at the family like that Ooh. it was real Burn. so then cut to charlie walking down the sidewalk of this subdivision and he's like he got me on the ground one time he got me on the ground uh i'll be back though i'll be back <laughs> Bro, this isn't like a Conor McGregor UFC fight. It's also your dad's house. You probably will be back. <laughs> He's like giving a post-fight interview. Yeah, he got one going. He got one going. And I didn't see that one coming, but I'll be back. I'll be back. It's like, what are you doing? This guy was so out of his mind mm. that I loved it. I loved every second. I wonder what happened. I hope Ch- Chuck didn't burn all the sausages and burgers because mm. he was on the grill while this whole thing was happening. Don't think the grill was on. Don't think that grill was on. <laughs> Here's my biggest concern. Do we even know if these people had COVID or not? Because Libby did not tell us this time if they were tested. That's a very She's good She's told point. us every other gathering, <laughs> we've been tested for COVID. We're all negative. We didn't hear. We didn't hear. So maybe this That's is a, a very good point. This could have yeah. been a super spreader event. Ooh. <sighs> or maybe they just... Now she made her statement a few times. So right. We just expect them to be negative. Exactly. A lot of negativity mm-hmm. all around. Oh, it's in the family. It's in the family. That's very true. <laughs> and then the poor bouncer who had to get in the face of everyone. Oh, my gosh. He was wearing a mask, though. He was. He was yeah. wearing a mask. The masked bouncer, a new series coming to TLC. <laughs> okay. That's it. Is that it? It's kind of it. No Brandon and Julia. I know. I was very surprised. Did them dirty like that. That's how boring they were this season. It's like, I'm not even going to waste time. I was expecting finale. more from them. I'll be honest. I was expecting some like good drama. This is how the, this is how their segment ended. Getting in a fight at a housewarming party. She goes into their bedroom. That's it. 
That's I know. that's the wrap up. You mean that high school warming party? Yeah. Yeah. She's still in the closet playing seven minutes in heaven. <laughs> Maybe we'll get something on the tell all. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Their storyline was. Yeah, I, I was boring. I was genuinely disappointed with their story storyline. Uh not with the finale. This episode was awesome. Oh my gosh. This episode was I awesome. I honestly, hands down. This was the best finale out of all the finales. Oh, I don't even remember. No, but, but that's since the thing. We started, since we started covering. That's for sure. Yeah. You're just saying in general? You're saying I feel like this was just, franchise? this is going to go down in Whoa. the history of 90 days, biggest shit, biggest shit show. Yeah. Yeah. We had it all. We had laughing. We had crying. Unfortunately. We had fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had breakups, makeups, like everything. A, um, how how do I say it? Like a conspiracy for kidnapping? Oh yeah, yeah. There's that. We had it all. We had it all. It was good. It was and really we've good. said it all. We have said it all. We'll Oof. be back. We'll be back for the tell-all. Don't oh my you gosh. worry. We'll oh be my back gosh. for the tell-all parts I one and I genuinely two. can't wait. No, I can't wait. Unfortunately, we have to. Only 90-day obsessed people love Sundays. Yeah, that's very true. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Make sure you go look up that latest meme that Teresa has blessed you all with. A great new meme. one is coming your way. Oh, we do have a new one we're about to Yeah. Post. So follow us on Instagram at 90dayCrazyInLove. Keep an eye out for that new meme. Shout out to Natalie. And Mike mm-hmm. for the meme that's coming up. <laughs> Make sure you guys follow the podcast wherever you are listening. All you have to do to follow the podcast is look down at the app and smash that follow button. Yeah, hey guys, smash it like it's Nevada hot. Wow, <laughs> just moved from Arizona to Nevada. Well, very hot. It's very gotta hot. shout out uh, some other friends. Yeah, very hot. We had people from all over North America last night. That was very cool. I loved it. That was very in cool. Canada, North America. Oh, said. like the continent. Yeah, yeah, North America. Mm. Okay, all over. So, guys, again, that's at ninety day crazy and love on Instagram. And thank you again for the reviews. Loved the review today. And oh we, my gosh, thank you so should, much again. We should do a crossover. We should do a collab. Yeah. Let us know who we should collab with, but also let the other podcasts know so they don't just think we're crazy for like, hey, people want us well, to collab. Well, we are crazy in love. Oh, we are Don't forget to mention that. Mention the crazy in love part. <laughs> and that is it. What a season. What a season. Well, we're not done yet. We still have the tell-alls. But, I mean, that's the season. That's true. That's the season. <laughs> we always tell it all. Tell we- it all and tell all of it to us. Okay. And that we'll tell it. all of it to you. We have said it all. <laughs> Anything else? I, I, don't, I don't think so. Let's wait for the tell-all, and then we will tell all. Very true. All right. Until then, we will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.